0: Hello Beauty News family. Welcome to Beauty News. This is the 12th of February edition. We're going to be talking about new release beauty products and updates of some things that we've talked about in the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't really have any housekeeping but we do have some updates. Uh, One in particular we think is quite important and this is regarding Hourglass. Now we talked last week about their ambient lighting volume 2 palette and we had uh, quite a lot of comments regarding the palette and some issues surrounding it. Now uh, people were telling us that the palette is uh, not, it, it, they mentioned that it doesn't contain new shades um, We didn't mention or we didn't say that it contained new shades and um, we actually, we. I assumed that it contained new shades, but on further research after it was brought to our attention, we discovered it didn't contain new shades.
1: Yeah, I think also, um, I think they gave the impression to a lot of people that it was a shade extension. I yes. assume that all their palettes have regurgitated shades because they do that all the time. That's so what they do. Mm-hmm. I, we just sort of said that it was a. Uh, deeper version of what they already have out, not that it was yeah. you know new particularly new shades, but I think where a lot of people are annoyed, which I think this is a hundred thousand million percent valid, is that mm-hmm. in their marketing images Um, it's giving the impression that it's actually deeper than what it actually is in reality. So on the screen Mm -hmm. will be a marketing image versus their marketing video of the model applying it. Um, Also, Mm -hmm. we noticed that right down the bottom of their website, they don't actually call this a deeper version of the palette. They just give that impression by the marketing images and the model they choose. They actually Mm -hmm. call this a warmer version of volume one. So they've just packaged this up in like a we're giving you the impression that this is for deeper skin and that we're more inclusive yeah. but in reality it it is not at all and um this does not fly a lot of people are getting upset we totally hear you. Um, we didn't mm-hmm. research this uh, by looking at reviews and stuff because we were on holidays. So we did miss yeah. this drama, but it is completely valid if you think this is just a pile of shit and that they're just paying lip service to people with deeper skin tones because that's exactly what they're doing. That's it's what not they're cool.
0: doing. Yeah. No, it's not cool. And uh, I feel like they have really shot themselves in the foot with this. People have been calling for Hourglass to be more inclusive for years. Like, sort your fucking shit out.
1: But also the thing is that they give the impression that they're slowly getting there, but in reality they're not. But the, in they're, reality
0: like, they're not. No. Yeah, it's
1: like one step forward, two steps back. Like, they're not doing anything to make their brand more accessible um, to people with deeper skin. They're just... Mm pretending that they are which is even worse it's deception it's bullshit so oh, it's disgusting yeah, it's I'm... really it's bad it's bad.
0: Mm. okay let's move on to our next update. Uh, this is about menagerie now last m- week I said we better be getting a black currant scented body scrub. we don't know if that's what we're getting yet however we do <laughs> know what their flight club palette looks like on the inside she purple she pink. So this is a 12-pan palette. It's going to be available for pre-order on February 26th at 12pm PST. It contains two metallics, two chameleon metallics and one chameleon satin, which is a new formula, as well as seven mattes. And it is inspired by the fruit plundering Flying Fox, aka The Fruit Bat. It's going to retail $38.95 and it's estimated to ship early in March.
1: Alright, on to new stuff and the first thing we're going to talk about is a new influencer brand. Uh, This slipped off our radar last week. We knew about it, we just didn't have it on our list so... People were speculating in the comments, why are you not talking about it? There's no tea. It's just that we no, forgot. So we forgot. this week we're talking about it up front. Um, this yeah. is the new brand. It's Auric and it's by Samantha Ravendale. So um, I think she's been hinting at this for a while. You know, there are people that watch us that love her as a creator. I know she's very, very popular. So um, people were super excited to see that she was bringing out a brand. And I have to say, aesthetically, it's a cool looking brand. Oh, the packaging, my god, like the box. Yeah. Oh,
0: I love it. It's so yeah. so pretty.
1: Yeah, she smashed smashed it out of the park with the packaging for sure. Um, but this is already launched. Um, it is not the cheapest thing. There is some slight no. backlash to it because. You know, influencer brands, there's always Mm -hmm. backlash, but we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, So, what uh, has launched there is the Glow Lust Radiant Luminizer. It's available in seven shades and it's 45 US dollars. So, they're saying that this is packed with ultra fine pearl and skin loving mix of squalane, glycerin, and porcelain flour. Um, it's an artistry grade, adjustable formula that gives you instant radiance and hydration, can be worn alone, blended with your favorite skincare or used as a highlighter on top of your foundation. Then there are some eyeshadow duos. So these are the Smoke Reflect Eyeshadow Duos. They're available in three shades and they're $39 US each. There's the shade Defiance, which is a bronze and gold temper which is a rose gold ego which is a silver so the description of this is create creamy matte or metallic glitter looks with two luxe formulas in a single gorgeous package under the top lid is a light reflecting micro glitter eyeshadow infused with high shine pearls and inside the glass is a smooth long wear creaseless cream shadow they're all available now at auriccosmetics.com so essentially look These are very her. I've watched a few of her videos. I'm not an avid subscriber, but I have watched a few of her videos. And um, she does praise a lot of cream eyeshadows, the really sort of Mm -hmm. easy ones that you throw on. Um, So it sort of makes sense that she's brought out this sort of eyeshadow duo. um, And also she's a big fan of the sort of glowy skin, so these sort of Mm -hmm. cream highlighting products, multi-purpose products, um, she does talk about a lot as well. Now I think – okay – Look, I haven't tried them, so they might be amazing. They might be fantastic. Um, But the feedback that I've seen from this collection, there's a few things. Um, Firstly, it seems like she's just duping things that are already on the market that she loves. So she's taken, um, I think people have raised, I don't know if they said Charlotte Tilbury, but a few products that she raves about on her channel, it's like she's taken them and just replicated them, which I understand the sort of, look, if you're going to do that, I feel like you need to really lower the price point to make it more, let's make it different from what is already on the market. Um, One thing I don't like seeing is when people bring out brands and it's just like, we've seen this a thousand times before. So why did you bother doing it? So I understand the argument that there's not really a point of difference with her top favorite products that she raves about and what she's created, which is, you know, if you don't like that, fine also uh not every item is vegan they've listed some as vegan others as not and also they do contain uh plastic glitter so um there's a few things that you know if you dig deep the industry is not a huge fan of but you've noticed something that's interesting about uh, the brand
0: i did so um when this launched i like had i'm not an avid like crazy watch everything by samantha i subscribe to her i do like her makeup style and i wanted to check out the products um so i went to the website and i realized that the website uh url kind of redirects to um a url by a brand or company called magic dusk and then I was like, who's Magic Dusk? Was this what her brand was meant to be called? So I did some Googling on that because I was curious and I realized that um, Magic Dusk is actually kind of like a company that helps influencers create brands. So um, it's a bit like former beauty who um, help with brands like Morphe, Jaclyn Hill Cosmetics, uh, that new vitamin brand that came out kind of under Morphe, Morphe 2. Um so it's it's been supported by um kind of like a an umbrella company, uh, which I thought was mm-hmm. interesting. Um but also oh, I I don't know it kind of sits a bit strange with me but I don't really know what those feelings are yet however I am kind of interested to see where this brand goes at the same time
1: yeah I think because this particular brand or this company um it does have a website and it does also show that uh Colleen Ballinger's lipsticks were made Mm. under this company so um from I think what doesn't sit well with me is that from her reveal and from what she said, um, she had an investor help her out and mm. that implies that someone just gave her some money to create what she wants to create but it's mm. ultimately she had full control of the brand and what she's created. But this sort of gives a vibe that it's more like seed beauty where or at yes. least they, they want to come across as seed beauty where they're like look mm. at what all the brands that we create come to us and we can do the same for you. So it feels like it's a little bit more than just here's some money, do what you need to do, um, you know, we, we financially support you and we take a cut. It sounds like it's actually like a company that offers a service where they help you create the brand, if that makes sense. Mm. And, um, yeah, yeah, by having their own website where they're sort of uh, showing the brands that they've helped create, it does give me a vibe that it's a service that they're trying to promote to potentially other people in the future which is totally fine um but it does yeah. yeah take away a little bit of what she's been saying about she created her own brand with just an investor it sort of sounds like mm. no she was approached by or approached um someone who helped her create the brand and probably has mm. a little bit more control than what she's implying i think is where yeah that sort of sits that's, a bit funny that,
0: that's kind of the vibe that i get from it as well like it and look she may have created all of this like you know she might be the brains behind all of the products and all that jazz we don't actually know but I think based on past experience seeing some like some issues some influencers have had with these sort of um backup companies that um help to create these brands the one that comes to mind for me I'm just going to say it uh KL Polish, yeah. um, Kathleen Lights, she like sort of had a company that helped to create something like this for her and it went south. So I think because when we um, we see these influencer brands come out and we learn these sort of things about them, it's a bit over time you get a bit like, oh, what does this mean kind of vibe from it. So that's where I'm with it or where I'm at with it.
1: Yeah, I also think that um, when I look at Seed Beauty that has created uh, Colourpop and Kylie Cosmetics and KKW and Tati Beauty and all these kind of things, you get a vibe of what the quality is going to be like as well. And I just feel like if this is going to be something that they then – um, take on so many other brands or t- so many other influences and make brands with, mm. is it going to be the next stage where we just see, like, so much of the same stuff, you know, flooding onto the market? And that's sort That's of, right. It's fine. Yeah. That happens. It's a business, but it does take away mm. the sort of indie sort of um, grassroots element of what I think people perceived her brand to be. Another thing that sort of gives me the vibe that maybe the brand isn't completely in her control or that she's not, yeah, doing it completely to heart is that a few people have had issues that, um, so Sam is Canadian and in a lot of videos she talks about having to pay international shipping from the US because she's Canadian and then all of a sudden she creates her own brand she distributes it out of the US and makes Canadians pay international shipping for it which I think is a little bit Mm. cheeky because um, you know if you've been complaining about something being an issue for a long time and then you have the power to create your own brand don't you think you would control or fix those issues that you've Mm. experienced yourself but the fact that she hasn't sort of, to me, makes it feel like that um, she's had someone say, no, this makes better business sense. Do what yeah. we're sort of suggesting that you should do rather than do what you feel is the right thing to do. So that's where I'm I'm curious about where this brand is going to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. So I did mention uh, Jaclyn Hill Cosmetics when we were talking about those sort of umbrella companies and there is a little bit of Jaclyn Hill Cosmetics Uh, news, she released mystery boxes, (laughs) which was so strange, so, so strange. And uh, basically she, so she sneak peeked them and then they launched on her website. They sold out really quickly. There was a whole like thing about it. Essentially they were meant to go up at a specific time. They went up a little bit early, so people who were already stalking the website um, managed to buy them very quickly, and apparently they sold out in 10 minutes, people are saying, Um, and then people who went to the website at the correct time to purchase some uh, saw that they were already sold out. Now, it's all very strange because she hasn't had any products um, up on her website available for sale for Quite some time I believe. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, apparently she did make a statement that uh, the products that were going to be in the mystery boxes were things that she wanted to launch um, in the past but never got around to it or something. I don't know. Does any of this make sense to anyone? Because I'm just fucking confused.
1: Yeah, what, what really confuses me um, and confused, I think, her followers is that mystery boxes generally will contain products that uh, have been already released but they've bundled mm. it to make it a deal or they might contain a sneak peek of a exclusive product or a new product amongst other things that, you know, uh, from the line and well-loved and well-known Um These were like legitimate mysteries. No one knows what she was creating because she doesn't sell anything right now. And all she showed was sort of like silhouettes of what you're going to get in it. So one implied four liquid lipsticks, one implied a few things, but you really didn't know what you're getting. And it was just like, here's a Valentine's Day sort of fun thing, which cool if you're like um got your blinkers on and you're like i love jacqueline jack attack is the best yeah um you'll buy any shit that she is willing to sell you but for most people they're like what the fuck is this you sell nothing right now yeah um and she ended up having to come out and show the bundles because again people didn't trust what was going to be in them so um, she ended up instead of making them more mystery boxes she had to reveal them before they went for sale so they were more like limited edition bundles it raises the question of was she just getting rid of stock before they went off because she didn't have the confidence or the money or whatever to actually launch them officially it seems like it seems weird Mm. like nothing that Jacqueline yeah, Hill does strange. is straightforward and um, really like transparent and makes sort of logical sense. It's all there's some sinister element in the background that it drives feels that way, right, yeah. doesn't it? With Jacqueline Hill, always, yeah. always.
0: <laughs> I don't understand. Like, and I don't know if it's sort of like this. Um, like fallout from what we've experienced from her brand in the past but it just it always feels a bit weird and like you said sinister like something dodgy is going on
1: then we might have a reverse halo effect with her where it's just like a shit effect that you know we've known that she's done some shady shit in the past and therefore we assume that everything she does is shady but i I actually don't think that's the case. I just think she comes across as very disingenuous. I feel like she is very, very Mm. comfortable to not be super transparent about her brand and what she's releasing and why she's releasing it and how she's releasing it. And I feel like she's just like, they won't care. Like, my fans won't care. Like, I think back to her Morphe releases, like, saying that they are vegan and then they swap to being not vegan and, you know, it is limited edition. No, it's permanent. I didn't say that it was limited edition. It's like, bitch, you fucking did. So, you know, I feel like she's willing to take people for a ride because she thinks she can get away with it. So it's not just that she comes across as shady, She actually is shady. Now, do I think it is, like, the worst thing in the world that she's lying about her business practices? Probably not because it's just makeup at the end of the day. Like, it's just makeup and it's just money. Um, She's not, like, hopefully, like, abusing children behind the scenes. Like, she's not doing something super sinister. (gasps) But she's not trustworthy. And whenever she releases anything like this, I'm like, this smells like shit and I don't want to go near it. And the fact that it sold out in yeah. 10 minutes when people don't have any confidence in her brand um, makes me think that she had, like, maybe they had, like, a sample run of products and they're like, maybe. yeah, just run 5,000 units because um, we're hoping to launch this, do a soft launch. Never happened, so they just didn't have, like, maybe they had, like, 500 boxes. We don't know. Maybe. Like, I, don't, I can't yeah. imagine, like, tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of units selling in 10 minutes from Jen oh Katara. hell no no it's not gonna no no nah.
0: unless she's doing that um like fake uh limited quantity thing that <laughs> many brands love to do uh morphe being one of them uh where they say it's limited edition and if you don't get it straight away it's gone forever and then
1: uh, a month later, they're like, "Oh, it's back! We actually found some out in the the shed." Yeah, I'm gonna to have to take screenshots because uh, they do say that these sets are not returning, but they do not say that the items from the sets aren't returning. They do aren't say the returning. sets are <laughs> returning, um, and they yeah. said that be very careful um, with got- that. yeah they 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 know how to word it so she does say stay tuned for updates on upcoming launches it'll be much sooner than you think so um jack attack will be back with more launches but not these valentine's day boxes but i would bet money that some of the popular things like i reckon they're going to ask their fans and stuff let us know what you think of the products and if they don't have mold in them or bumps or lumps or hairs or whatever um i reckon you'll find that a lot of these products will come back in a collection
0: my brand jack and cosmetics is going to be available in alta stores and on alta.com and this is so huge because it's so accessible for so many of you guys touch and feel products in the store select stores not all stores yet um and alta.com it's just so awesome like Oh, this is huge, you guys. And I'm just so thankful and so humbled by this entire thing. Um, you might be wondering like, wait, you just had a Valentine's day, like surprise. You haven't launched anything in a year, but Alta has seen my entire build out and my pipeline and they are loving what we're creating and the products to come, so they have approved it. And so I will be launching with them next month. <laughs> we have a collaboration with Be Perfect Cosmetics and Blue Hydrangea, who is a drag queen who was on RuPaul's Dragway Drag Race UK Season 1, so this consists of um, Some lipsticks and lashes. So we've got three lipsticks. These are 11 pounds 95 each The shades are Shady Lady, which is a neon cotton candy pop of pink hydrangea is a periwinkle blue and beep for the golds is a warm brown nude with red undertones then we have three sets of lashes these are £8.95 each we've got look queen throw and shade and feeling the fantasy and you can get the whole collection for £49.95 and it's called the painted collection um i love that periwinkle blue lipstick shade i would never wear it in a million years but i approve of it
1: yeah it's actually surprisingly not an unflattering shade if you can wear sort of pastel colors if your skin can handle pastel colors that's actually quite a nice shade Um, look i Mm -hmm. don't mind this collection i like blue hydrangea i like that the lashes are massive usually i don't like that but it is designed or in collaboration with a drag queen, so you want them to be yep. drag lashes. It makes sense. Um, the thing that I think is a little bit of a missed opportunity here is if you look at uh, Blue Hydrangea's Instagram, um, they do so many amazing, like, full, colourful, full face looks. Um, and mm-hmm. I just feel like three lipsticks and three lashes is a bit like wah-wah in enough. terms of... Yeah, it's not yeah. enough. This, they could have gone so crazy with this they could have had like mm-hmm. you know massive colorful palettes they could have had multi-purpose cream palette like cheek mm-hmm. eyes lips because if you're going to go and um collaborate with someone that does literal full face body transformations body makeup um yeah three lipsticks and three lashes i think is a is a bit weak but it's good to see yeah. them collaborating with uh, a drag queen especially from RuPaul's yes. Drag Race UK. I I like UK better than the US one. So, hooray. Yeah, yeah. Let's get on to Colourpop. There's a couple of things to talk about, but let's start with probably their most basic collection of the week, um, the Melrose collection. Now, we did see this launch uh, earlier in January. It was exclusive to Ulta and they did say it was coming next month to Colourpop and it is so it is now uh, launching on the 11th of February at 10am pacific standard time so if you want it you can get it Uh, it contains the Melrose palette which is a 12 pan look there's sort of beigey nudes brownie nudes mauvey nudes Um, it's a sort of you know basic palette Uh, then there's four luxe glosses one is a clear and then there are different shades of nude so uh, a lighter more pink toned a mid-toned and a deeper more chocolatey nude then there's fourth ray beauty oat face milk two pressed powder blushes Um, look i'm gonna have to say no there's one peach and there's one pink again they're just slightly more muted than the sort of fun collections we've seen in the past and of course there's three scrunchies because fucking yay if you want scrunchies there's new colors black White and beige. One thing I want to say about this collection really quickly, and this is going to go about all Colourpop from now on. I fucking hate that they are now pushing the Luxe glosses over their ultra glossy lips. they horrible. Ultra glossy lips are so so much better. They're like... Fifty yeah. times better. I've just decluttered all my Lux glosses because they're sticky and they give a like chemical sort they, of bleh, feel. Yeah. Ultra glossy lips. They're disgusting. Bring them back. Bring them back. Why
0: I don't know how these Lux glosses were let out of the dungeon. They're fucking horrible.
1: I agree.
0: There is another collection from ColourPop. This is the Make It Black collection and it's part of an initiative Um, that was developed by Pull Up For Change. So Make It Black and Pull Up For Change were both founded by Sharon Tewter, who is the founder and CEO of Ama Beauty. Uh, And essentially what is happening here is brands are getting together to create these collections where 100% of net profits go towards supporting black founders through the pull up for change small business impact fund now this is a limited edition collection uh, and it's going to be available through the month of february at colourpop.com it consists of the make it fearless eyeshadow palette this is ten dollars it's one of their new five pan slim palettes that they've created then we have the uns make it unstoppable super shock kit this is twelve dollars uh it contains two shades you've got main attraction which is a bright copper with pinky red flip and millennium which is a warm burgundy with a coppery flip there are four lippy sticks these are seven us dollars each we've got a deep red violet a mid-tone nude chocolate brown and a red fuchsia and then we have two cream gel liners. These are also $7 each. We've got Rosette, which is a Warm Rose Nude. Sorry, Warm Rose Gold. And Boots, which is a true hot pink. Now, this is available now when you are watching this. Um, and it's also going to be available at Ulta Beauty. Um, I think the only thing that's sad about this is that it's limited edition.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, there are other brands that are a part of this initiative, so mm-hmm. um, I'll read through them. Colourpop is the only one that seems to have created specific items for this collection, which Colourpop love to do. You know, they love to mm-hmm. recreate new products oh, every it. day. So um, yeah. these are sort of new products to this range, whereas other brands have just repackaged popular existing things and are donating the proceeds. Um, they mm-hmm. are trying to, like, as an initiative, they're trying to raise $5 million to support black businesses, so it's a really good way to raise some money. Um, so the brands that are involved, we've got BrioGio, which has the Superfoods Avocado Kiwi Mega Moisture hair mask, so it's 36 US dollars. Dragon Beauty Dragon Glass Matte Liquid Lip in Black Lux, eighteen US dollars. Flower Beauty Blush Bomb Color Drops in Bitten, ten US dollars. The Maybelline SuperStay Matte Ink Liquid Lipstick in Thrill Seeker, nine. Forty-nine US dollars. This is the black liquid lip lipstick that we saw a little while ago that people were really excited for. Um, now you can buy it uh, sort of repackaged. Uh, there's the Morphe brushes continuous setting mist, sixteen US dollars. The N Y X Cosmetics ultimate shadow palette in warm neutrals, eighteen US dollars. Just on a side note, would have loved to have seen them bring out a rich neutrals. For this uh there's the yeah. pure cosmetics fully charged mascara 22 us dollars and the armor beauty aphrodisiac liquid eyeliner 18 us dollars all available at Ulta. one thing i do quite like about this is that um it sort of creates a full face of makeup almost like makeup yeah it's not just the same thing repeated over and over again but if you were interested in buying any of those buy it this month with this packaging and uh proceeds will go to a good cause now uh one thing that is glaringly obvious that we need to talk about is that in recent or the last year definitely colourpop has received a lot of backlash for creating uh products that aren't deep enough for deeper skin tones they have Sort of made a statement that they're going to do better, which is good to see. Um, so they have promoted the pop Me Black uh, hashtag, which was created by a couple of black uh, creators. So we've got uh, Darius, which is Neon muA and Josh, which is Killer King. With three G's. So originally I believe they created this as a sort of backlash saying Colourpop like get your shit together and Colourpop listened which is good and uh, now what they're going to do is uh, sort of use that hashtag to find creators to repost and also to put on their PR list. So hopefully we'll see um, a lot more diversity on Colourpop's Instagram and their PR list And hopefully that will also translate to their releases. They did bring out some deeper palettes recently, um, but hopefully we can see a lot more from them in the future.
0: Okay, let's move into Fenty Skin. So we have a new product. This is Flash Nap. So they're saying that this is our new favorite eye cream. I'm very excited about this that it's my new favourite. I just haven't tried it yet. Uh, So it's a lightweight, non-greasy, cooling gel cream. Um, It instantly hydrates, restores, and soothes. They say it's fast-absorbing. It reduces the look of fine lines, wrinkles, and crow's feet, both instantly and over time. Interesting. Uh, And it brightens and firms the skin around your eyes. Uh, It's supposed to get rid of puffiness and dark circles, and it goes well under makeup. Uh, you can basically use it as a primer as well uh, this launches on the 12th of feb at Fenty skin for 32 US dollars or it is 42 US dollars with the eye massage tool um, look I can not deny that Fenty skin seem to be saying the words and making the packages packaging that makes me want to buy it. I want to buy it, and I want to buy their other skincare shit as well.
1: Yeah, I think once I use up, uh, like, a significant amount of my skincare, which, let's mm. be real, it's going to be, like, five years from now, um, I do want to try yeah. Fenty Skin, and I do agree with you. I yeah. feel like they're quite innovative with the way they're cre- – it's not just the same old shit. Um, yeah, you yeah. Know, so I think that's really good. I'm not a big eye serum, eye, eye cream person because I've Neither. sort of – over time come to the realisation that um, as long as you've got skincare that you can bring up to your eye area and isn't too sort of thick and creamy and oily to cause milia, um, just use your face products around your eyes. Mm. But I can't deny that I love the look of that little tool. I think that's where Same. yeah, where they're talking about <laughs> it instantly um, reducing the look of lines and whatnot and de-puffing. I feel like a lot of the work will be done by that tool. I agree. So I I feel like that cooler roller sort of effect is what will make this um, sort of work really well and that's where you'll see some really cool Mm -hmm. benefits and I I sort of want to buy it just for that.
0: Same. Same. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not the only crazy one here.
1: But it looks like it's a lot more maybe ergonomically designed or a lot more mm. looks easier to use than those sort of like roller, like those jade little rollers ball-y. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah The little yeah, tiny ball yeah. ones that you like you have to be there for yeah. 15 years. I'm like, i
0: can't be. Fun. No. I just like, want something you can using... sweep
1: and just do it a couple of yeah, times and off we right. go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So totally I sort of, I want Let's order this later, Haley, when it launches. Let's do it. Because I mean, because w- this little roller, I can imagine you using it on your face as well. Like it looks big yeah. enough. So it, yeah.
0: Look, I I can't deny Fendi Skin is right up there on my want to try list, um, and it. I feel like it's to the point where they have a wide enough variety of products that I could test out a full face of skincare routine. Yeah, you can. I'm pretty sure, yeah. They've got cleansers, they've got serums, moisturizers, eye cream. Like, just come on,
1: come on. It's, it's time. All right, we've got a new collection from KKW Beauty. It's the Mauve Matte and Honey Collection. Um, so this collection, you can see it on the screen. Uh, it's essentially the same items. Just there's one warm toned, honey toned, and one mauve pinky toned um so uh there's two new palettes there 10 pan pressed powder palettes four new blushes six new lipsticks six new lip liners um and they're all in those sort of tones so do we go through this in detail i don't think so
0: i don't think so i think if you're really interested you can head on over to her website and check it out um because it will be available when you're watching this episode, I believe, or coming very soon. Launches on the 12th of Feb, so it depends when you're watching this. But um, I feel like this is very KKW. This, like, there ain't nothing here that's like, oh, that's different. No.
1: No, I I totally agree with you. I feel like the only thing that's different here is the honey-coloured packaging. Looks a bit different for her aesthetic, but... Everything else is, like, been there, done that. I do like that like yep. brands are splitting cooler and warmer colour stories because I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, you're going to – look, you might love both, but generally you'll gravitate towards the one, so why mishmash yep. them into, you know, both sort of tones in one palette? Um, I like they're sort of leaning into that, but mm. beyond that, there's there's nothing exciting here.
0: We've seen another release from Luna Beauty, uh, Lashes. We have Lashes. So these are premium faux mink uh, synthetic fibres that mimic natural mink hair. Um, and we have four varieties. We have Stella, Luna, Nova, and Aries. These are available for 15 US dollars each. You can buy a bundle of all four for $45 at Luna Beauty. And you can get them if you're an Aussie and you want to pick them up. You can get them for $22 each at the Lamb Raider. Um, I like that they've bundled them and there's a saving. Like, yeah. you basically get a pair for free, which I I like that. Um, and I'm not surprised at all that he has released Flashes. I think that was probably, you know, a logical step at some stage. Unfortunately, my only issue is... They all look like they're going to be too big for me.
1: Can I also Except mention... Except maybe the Stella. Can I say another big issue? Like, I love yeah. the style of these. I think they do look fairly natural and they're more wispy rather than the really bold lashes. Yep. But they all have thick black bands. and Black bands. Oh, Stop doing that. And, like, when... Stop doing when, the black bands. Yeah, when he's modelling these, he's put a thick band of eyeliner on to hide... The black band of the the mm-hmm. lashes i can't handle that at all i feel like they make lashes really stiff and hard to mold to the eye they do also you don't yeah. always want to wear thick winged lash liner when you wear lashes i love the look of a more minimal um like oh my god like no liner yes and some lashes yes yeah with
0: the lashes clear band like soft wispy lashes that aren't super long That is such a fucking vibe of a look. I love that. Even if you just put, like, if you've got basically, like, no makeup makeup and maybe a little bit of, like, uh, a contour or a bronzer in your crease, and then you just pop on a pair of, like, small lashes, oh, I love it.
1: Also, Also, even
0: my dog is like, fuck yeah, we like that.
1: (laughs) But also uh, if you have smaller lids and you want to show off a really beautiful eyeshadow, you don't want to Mm -hmm. have to put thick liner on and cover it all up. You just want to put the lashes on to sort of um, lift the eye and shape the eye without covering the lid space. Mm -hmm. So I think that, yeah, look, I'm glad that he's done this. It works with his aesthetic. It works with his makeup style. It's sort of on brand. um, But Mm. I just I do do not like a thick black band. I, I am. No. No. To no know from me,
0: I much prefer a clear band as well. Mm-hmm. I think it looks so much better. Yeah.
1: All right, we've got a new collection from Marc Jacobs. Um, places are saying it's a spring collection. I don't. I don't know. Is this a limited edition thing? Is it a permanent thing? I don't know. Don't know. Um, anyway, it is the new Cafe Collection. Now there is a base product, which I would assume is going to be permanent. But then there's also a couple of face palettes which have limited edition packaging, I assume, or has like different looking packaging. And I will assume yeah. that these will eventually be phased out, I, I think. But anyway. So we've got the extra shot caffeine concealer and foundation. This is 39 US mm. dollars. It's available now at the Marc Jacobs website. I'll talk about other places soon. It's available in 30 shades. Uh, they're saying conceal and perfect. Caffeine infused creamy full coverage. So they're saying it's long wear, crease resistant, extra shot serves up natural looking full coverage to instantly conceal dark circles, blemishes and redness. So you can use it as a concealer or blend it out as a buildable foundation for visibly smoother, uh, more even complexion. It's infused with caffeine, oat extract and five forms of coconut. Uh, the hydrating vegan formula blends seamlessly for skin that looks brighter, revived, and re-energized. Uh, it's got an oversized applicator for for quick all-over coverage, um, and it's like a multitasking product uh, designed for all skin types now okay i'll talk about the other product first and then we'll come back to that um the second thing they've launched is the omega 3 powder blush bronze highlighter palette these are 49 us dollars and they come in two shade varieties there's tantastic glow and tantalize glow they're saying this is a seamless glow all-in-one radiance perfect blend so this features three ultra blendable shades of blush bronzer and highlighter Um, you start with a satin sheen blush for the perfect rosy flush then build a sun-kissed glow with cult favorite bronzer shade tantastic and tantalize and you finish with a soft shimmering highlight to accent your best features um, so like a decadent coconut latte, these perfect blend shades have a delicate coconut scent uh, and <laughs> and are enrobed in coverageable packaging inspired by swirls of cream and coffee. So these are all available now at Sephora, Sephora Canada and Marc Jacobs Beauty. They're coming uh, soon to Harvey Nichols, Sephora Australia, Sephora New Zealand and in Asia. So they're rolling out throughout March and April for the rest of the world, but they're available now for the US. Um, look, there's a couple of things about this. One, I don't mind the idea of a multi-purpose concealer foundation. They sound like Mm -hmm. it it does amazing things. But what sort of irritates me a little bit, and this is just a practical element of it, it contains 16 grams. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm wearing this all over my face as a two-in-one concealer foundation, this this shit's going to last me a month of use. So yeah I think it, the um, the idea of it's cool but in practice uh, it's a concealer
0: yeah yeah I understand where you're coming from on that um I was gonna say you know Marc Jacobs they're an interesting brand when they release base products because sometimes they take the beauty community by storm with what they release so I'm thinking about that remarkable foundation that full coverage one that was just so fucking full coverage it was like it's It's like paint, but Mm -hmm. without really the texture or consistency of paint. It's just like, insanely. Yeah, Yeah. it's so insanely full coverage, though. Um, So I don't doubt that they can create a um, foundation and concealer in one. I don't doubt that they can even potentially create a formula that can go from super high coverage to quite, um, you know, minimal and able to blend it out. Um, But yeah 16 grams or 16 mil that's not much no not that's, much at all why not just the
1: size of a standard foundation
0: yeah yeah why not just buy their uh, remarkable foundation that is super fucking high coverage and can be used as a concealer or a foundation
1: look you could buy the remarkable one i believe they're phasing that out so this could just be a reformulated version of that um but there was a lot of criticism with that, with it being either too full coverage and often not sitting well in the face. Like sometimes yeah. it will sit a bit patchy. So I'm hoping this is a different formula and it's improved. Mm. Um, but I do agree that they, they look, they've got the ability to make some cool stuff. Um, yeah. And the shade range looks really good here. Like it does, it looks quite even across um, the light sort of uh, medium, tan, deeper sort of shades. Um yeah, I'm just I'm just curious. It, yeah, it could be yeah. just a fancy or rebottled version of their remarkable. For all we know, um, yeah. With the tan, like the blush bronze highlighter palettes, mm. I, I quite like these. But it, it sort of is annoying because again, it gives you that impression that this caters for different skin tones. But in reality, this is just a cooler version and a warmer version. Yeah. For. Um, the same sort of skin tone so they're doing yeah. a bit of a kkw here where it's like if you have warmer tones or prefer warmer tones you can go one and if you prefer cooler tones you can go another but it doesn't actually cater to different depths of skin tones yeah which is a bit frustrating because again they're sort of giving the impression that they're you know we're doing a good job with 30 shades of foundation concealer but when it comes to this face palette we're sort of falling flat um mm. i do think it looks like a nice mix of colors though if you do suit these shades and they do contain quite a lot of product so heaps um, of product yeah so 7.5 grams of blush 9.8 grams of bronzer and 7.5 grams or 7.2 grams of highlighter so Mm -hmm. it's still quite a lot of product um it's not you're not going to have the issue where the pans are so small that your brush sort of goes over the boundaries and picks up multiple things at a time they're quite big they're quite generous Packaging, I'm a little bit on the fence about. It looks like a, I I love the inspiration of coffee. I'm like, I kind of want this just for the coffee, but I love the box coffee design a lot more than the compact. Better, yeah. Yeah, it looks so gorgeous. Like I want to eat that. But then when I look at the compacts of the um, face palettes, I'm like, this looks like some tacky like appliance from the 60s. And seventies. Yep, I agree, but, but I still want it because of coffee. There's something about it that I'm like, oh, you got me with the coffee.
0: I wonder if it'll smell like coffee. Although yeah. I feel like makeup products that smell like coffee never smell gross. like
1: coffee, and they kind of stink, and it's a bit like, yeah. They're saying that the face powders do smell like coffee. No, delicate oh. coconut scent. Also, what are the five types of coconut?
0: It's <laughs> a good question. I don't know. These are all mysteries. They are all mysteries. Okay, let's get into Melt Cosmetics. We have minis from Melt. So, <laughs> um, what we have here are lip and eye products. So, it appears like we've got five nude lipsticks and five new nu- uh, red lipsticks. All minis. Looking very cute. But then... We have a mini stack. <laughs> yeah. Why? Look, Why we do don't we have, have much
1: detail at all. I'm like this is no. coming soon and they're saying this is huge. We now have minis. Uh, your favourite pigment-packed lip and eye formulas stuffed into pocket-sized packaging. I love that idea. We've spoken about it multiple times. More minis, like mm-hmm. if you want a lot of variety in your makeup routine like minis are where it's at so you don't have like yeah. full, full-sized everything and have to spend heaps of money on full-sized items mm. based on the hashtags i reckon what this is is three items i think there's going to be a melt warm nudes set a melt mm-hmm. limitless reds set and also the melt neutral brown petite stack now what right. is frustrating about this not so much the packs of lips like that's fine We haven't spoken about... We're going to talk about this last week, but we cut it out for time. Um, Melt, throughout January, they changed their Blueprint stack into a palette. They didn't change Mm -hmm. anything about it except they've taken it out of the stack form and put it into a palette. So they haven't added any new shades. They haven't done any of that. So they are sort of collapsing their stack inventory. I think they realize that people aren't buying the stacks anymore. People prefer palettes. They're just easier to sort of store, easier to find the shades um, because their stacks all look the same. Um, So they're they're giving up on the stack idea, yet when it comes to minis, they're bringing it back. Why not just make a mini palette? If you're changing all your stacks into palettes, Why are you then getting back into the stacks with a mini version? Now, I do think this stack is organized a bit better in a sense that it looks like, um, I don't know the size of these, but it looks like they're probably standard eyeshadows because their stacks always had large eyeshadows in them. Um, They look maybe cardboard and Mm -hmm. the color of the cardboard for each eyeshadow corresponds with a shade, which was a lot better from their existing stacks, which were all plastic black. And you literally had to cycle through all of them to find the shade yeah. you wanted. So I feel like this is designed better. But why are they bringing back the stacks when they have spent the last know. two years converting don't all know. of their existing stacks into new palettes? Like it just doesn't make sense Doesn't to make me.
0: sense. Nah, I don't get it. Also, I would not actually consider these mini. These may be mini compared to uh, their pre-existing stacks. Which are massive. But they are massive. They're like jumbo. This is standard size stacked. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Wouldn't it be nicer if they just had like a little
1: tiny mini palette like the uh, Visiar ones?
0: Yeah, like a little quint.
1: Just it's a like, little one. Again, it's like big. one step forward, two steps back. We're going <laughs> into back. that and now we're fucking it up.
0: I do like minis. I like where they're going with it. But look, mini lipsticks is not really... I I don't think it's what we're referring to when we say we want minis because you can get mini lipsticks fucking pretty much all year round. Like there's always a pack of mini lipstick something somewhere.
1: And they're um, the shittest of the minis. Can I just put it out yeah, there? Because exactly. when you look at a bullet lipstick, they need it needs some thickness structure to support, yeah, hold the structure. Yeah. Um, Correct. every mini lipstick I've tried breaks at right. the base.
0: They so do. So I feel like minis
1: should be things like bottles of foundations, like sticks of uh, or like tubes of uh, concealer, uh, yeah. liquid lipsticks, lip glosses, pencils, yeah. little mini mascaras. All of those things should be minis.
0: Yeah, colored eyeliners. Yeah, mini yeah.
1: eyeshadows. Mini whatever. But mm-hmm. the one thing I don't love is the mini bullet lipstick, just purely because they are weaker and they are more inclined to break. So yeah, yeah I love minis. I want more minis, um, but I don't feel like this has hit the, the the like where I want it to go, which is unfortunate. No, no, it's yeah, yeah. but.
0: Hopefully, they will bring out more products in the future in mini form that's not just lipsticks and weird stacks.
1: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Oh, one product that is... Okay, we've got two products from Milk Makeup that launched Mm -hmm. uh, recently. And the first one's quite interesting. Like, interesting as in, like, I like where this is going, but I won't buy it myself. Um, So, we've seen Colour Chalks. So, these are pretty much multi-purpose stick products um like a chalk let's you can whatever you can put on your eyelids your cheeks your lips um and what I like about this is that it comes in a little um looks like maybe foil covered paper um yeah and you, you you sort of like peel off a layer at a time so as you wear it down you peel it off so it doesn't right. come in like plastic packaging it comes in really minimal packaging which is fantastic but at the same yeah. time it's not like lush that bring out things in wax or something weird um yeah, yeah. this is very very usable which is great you can also get um, a plastic sort of container that you can store it in, like a portable reusable tube. So, um, you know, so you don't have to just have it laying around in your drawer gathering dust and getting all mucky. You can store it in a Mm. tube, but you can reuse that tube, which is fantastic. So there's 14 shades available um, and they're available now at Milk Makeup and coming on the 12th of February at uh, Sephora stores. They're available online at Sephora now as well. Um, So I like the idea of it. Um, The demo of them, they don't look that interesting they look sort of weak in pigment but i, I like yeah. where it's going they're also launching uh these electric glossy lip plumpers so these are ultra cushiony gel lip plumpers with an electric yet comfortable tingling sensation for the appearance of fuller smoother softer lips instantly and over time um, so it contains sichuan peppers i like sichuan peppers mm. in my food not in my lip product um, yeah i agree it, yeah. So it contains vegan collagen, volulip, and jojoba oil to visibly visibly plump and moisturize for the appearance of fuller, softer, smoother lips. Um, And it's supposed to have a glassy, high shine finish without any sticky residue. It comes in six sheer tints. One of them is clear. So there you go. Mm -hmm. You've got a clear, a warm beige, a mauve, a coral, a bright pink, and a plum. And again, these are available online now at Milk Makeup and Sephora, and coming the 12th of February at Sephora stores.
0: I would potentially be interested in the glossy lip things, but the Sichuan pepper, I'm like, nah so I, was, I don't, yeah. I don't, whenever I wear those um, like ugh, lip products that contain stuff like that, and I, I tend to lick my lips. I, I notice that I do it a lot when I wear those products and it's always in my mouth and in my throat and I'm just like, this is not pleasant.
1: Yeah, no. I, look, I just find that they don't deliver enough for no, me they to put up don't... with a
0: tingle. Exactly right. Yeah, like exactly. I don't yeah.
1: mind a tingle. Like I, I can function with a tingle. Yeah, yeah. I would prefer Same. not being there. I'm not one of those people that yeah. are really, like I know some people are super sensitive and they can't wear it at all. I can yeah. wear it. I can get by with it. I just don't feel like I look in the mirror and go, "Cat, your lips are looking so amazing <laughs> today. Um, so for me, it's just not worth the extra slight discomfort that the lip product gives me for the effect so I I prefer just a straight up lip gloss if I want my lips to look fuller I just line them a little bit and Mm -hmm. I go on with my day comfortably so I'm more interested in the crayon like the chalks I think um this is a really cool packaging idea for stick products whether it's uh lip products or cheek products or whatever um Okay, they're going to be pretty firm, so they're not going to be super creamy products, but mm. I like the minimal packaging. I think that's really smart.
0: Last thing we have is from Too Faced. We are going to be getting bullet lipsticks. So these are the Empowering Lipsticks. Uh, they have an ultimate, lightweight, comfortable texture for the most outspoken, fully loaded color with a soft as a whisper feel. There we go. 12 hours wear, apparently. They're supposed to smooth the appearance of lip lines. They're non-bleeding, creamy texture, and feather resistant. It's going to be available in 12 shades, and it looks like Lady Balls is the one that they're like heavily sort of promoting. Um, Lady Balls is probably one of the most beautiful shades of red that I've ever seen in my life. It's yep, in the... Um, Melting their- that melted matte liquid lipstick um so look i'm interested in this i don't know if these are going to be matte lipsticks or not that's what i'm curious about it doesn't actually
1: say anywhere does it no it actually doesn't which is really interesting i'd assume that it's matte just because they've taken a popular matte liquid lipstick shade and they've created mm. a lipstick line around it. And previously they yeah. do have a lot of, they've had a few bullet lipstick lines, but they all have been quite hydrating. So I would assume that this is yeah. matte, but it doesn't say it anywhere. Um, there has been a lot of like people confused by this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't find it super confusing, but I guess I'm very familiar with sort of the brand. Um Look, there's clearly the shade Lady Balls, which again is that really popular red shade that's been around for years and years and years in the liquid lipstick form. Um, but they have named the sort of formula after it. And I think what is getting people offside is the Lady Balls written on the side of the bullet tube. But people have finding yes, that a little yeah. bit like... You know, if you just see the cap it says balls. I think that's kind of funny, but you know, not everyone does. Um yeah, yeah. And people are thinking this is a bit cringe, which it is. Like I feel like most things that Jared yeah, yeah. does is cringe. Let's just oh, put it's it all out cringe. there. It's 100% yeah. cringe. But I also yeah. have confidence that I'm going to like this formula and I'm probably going to really yeah. like this shade in particular. Two faced know that this is going to offend some people and oh, yeah, um, you know, because they've actually put on their information what lady balls means in This context, and they're saying it's the freedom to express yourself and the confident, confidence to take over the world. Makeup is your own personal set of lady balls. It doesn't actually explain what lady balls is, but no, 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 um, no. it is that sort of term used to empower women like you know, you've got the balls to do it, but in, if yeah. you're a woman, it's like you've got a lady ball the to lady do balls. The lady balls, um, yeah. I think this is some people are taking this as being quite overly sexualized, some people. Um, are getting offended. But that's so Too Faced.
0: Yes, They always do this. They always like, do this. And this is something that over the years has really turned me off about Too Faced and a lot of brands. Like I side-eye a lot of brands that have to sexualize makeup and I'm just like it's always a man. It's always yeah. a fucking man doing it. And I'm just like... like. Yeah.
1: Grow up. Yeah, I've heard a few people sort of say that they think this, and I don't think this is where they're going at all. But um, they're sort of mocking the trans community. I don't think that's where they uh, intend no, it to go. I don't but think I can that's understand why people yeah. can interpret it Mine. that way. So yeah. if it is, if it does offend people, like you have every right to be offended. But I don't think that's where it's coming from. What I think is really cringe about this is that, like you said. Jared is a grown-ass man with a fucking multi-billion-dollar, like, um, net value and has mansions and lives a super glamorous life. And he... Uh, the fact that he's, like... Go you good thing you got lady balls. I'm like go get fucked, man. Like I don't yeah, need yeah, fuck off. a fucking white man who has risen to the top in a you know a, a sort of women woman led industry to fucking tell me how to empower myself as a woman. Like I just find that no, really if fucking that's, patronizing and cringy.
0: Hundred percent. I totally agree. Like don't fucking tell
1: me that I have. Lady balls. you you
0: could thing. Land like, if this was no, from Fenty or something,
1: up. I'm like, I totally accept that. It's totally fine. You yeah, know, yeah. It's like a, a but woman, I don't, woman-led yeah. brand, but not from Jared. When it
0: comes from a man, I don't, yeah, I, uh, I have a lot less time or patience for that kind of thing because shut the fuck up. You actually have no idea what you're talking about. Until you've walked a mile in a woman's actual shoes like calm the fuck down
1: yeah you don't know how we had to earn out like, yeah he's in right. the top one percent and yes yeah. is, is exactly is, is doesn't he's a, a rich fuck. white
0: man shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah exactly right yeah. and that's where but i think
1: this is ultimate cringe
0: it, that that's my sentiment about it as well but i do actually have confidence that this could be a very fucking good range of lipsticks so credit where credit is I true do. yeah I agree. And I agree. that wraps up the episode.
1: <laughs> what an episode We hope you guys it enjoyed it.
0: What an episode <laughs> it was. Woo! My goodness. Um, so that means the time has come to dedicate this episode to a Beauty News VIP. And this week's VIP is Asha. Thank you, thank Asha. Thank you, Asha. Thank you for supporting Beauty News. And thank you to everyone who supports Beauty News in whichever way you choose to do so. We need an
1: emoji. Uh, Can it be money? Because... uh, Sure, why not? Hashtag rich lives matter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that was so Uh, cringe.
1: If you're uh, uh, listening on the podcast and you didn't see what I just put on the screen, it is from a couple of years ago when uh, Jared Was it... There was a cake for his his partner's birthday?
0: Yes, yeah. Someone's birthday... Yeah. Oh my god, it was so inappropriate. And this is why, like, when Jared speaks, I tune it out. I'm like bah, 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 Because he's so fucking tone deaf. Like he just he doesn't That boy needs a shot of reality. Really he badly. <laughs> Alright guys, so that is it for us this week. We do hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you give it a thumbs up. Share it with a friend, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.